I need mm -hmm. 11 more to go. Close. Yeah, I'm close. But, you know, 1,000 was for 2021. I got close to So, mm -hmm. you know, I, I don't look at it as not being successful. I just look at it as just to meet the goal. Right. Um, but, yeah. Uh, Y'all check out that app. This dope app. Costs a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. And then, as always, support the cook shop. And, oh, yeah, got too many for those new skits and everything. Uh, go to YouTube, Mac Heart Productions. Um, got some more content coming on the way. A lot of surprises, so y'all definitely going to uh, love that. But, yeah, man. Check out my first cameo. Yes. <laughs> you know, it was a speaking role as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. he had a couple lines in there. Had a few lines. Yeah, you know. And, you know, I got something for the people coming up soon, too. So, y'all going to get a, a, a good taste of that. But, uh, yeah, man. Um... What, what, the blackmail, not blackmail, this project. Mm -hmm. So I guess you would call this your third official project? Is that how you're looking at it? How you looking uh, at it? Fourth? What? Yeah, I would say that's the third official project. Okay. Because you got No Good, No Glory, uh -huh. um, Reap the Harvest, and then Blackmail, Not Blackmail. Okay. But if we're counting mixtapes, this would be number eight. <laughs> No and that's in like how many years? Uh dropped the first one in 2014, 15. Okay, so about seven going on eight years now. So just about every year. There's a, yeah, there's a, yeah. There's, a, there's a project coming out. Right. And I, I think I dropped two in 2019. So yeah, you did. Yeah. So, so a lot of growth. Yeah, yeah. Um, so what, what, where would you like to begin? Why, or you know, I guess this is where we could be, begin. Why this project? Like you know, what inspired it? All right. So first and foremost, mm -hmm. I feel like when it came to my name, a lot of people were putting a respect on it. You know what? I was going to ask you something like that, but I didn't know how you know what I'm saying. You and like do this in like so many ways. Like it wasn't. It wasn't being respected in, in yeah. so many ways. So it's like I get called to the state. They're like, we got black man, mm -hmm. or we got black this, black uh, meal, black. I've been called some of everything. <laughs> so uh, get the damn name right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and then like I remember being younger. It's like when I first hopped on the scene. Mm -hmm. It was a point where no matter where I went, they're like, we got Sunny Spoon Son coming to the state. Yeah. So you had to like try to break. So it's it. like no. Yes, it's black man. Yes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, and then on top of that, you know, it was just, you know, solidifying the name for what it is. So, you know, letting people know, like, this is what it is. This is for Nick. I'm in the correct pronunciation and how you spell it, and you know, so it won't be any confusion whenever you see it. Yeah. So, that was that's what it really was all about. Okay. So uh, I've been listening to the project off and on all day. Mm -hmm. Um, I listened to it when you first put it out. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's only been out, it's still fairly new. Mm -hmm. uh, well, it's always new to somebody. And that's the thing I've been right. trying to tell people, you know what I'm saying? No matter when you put it out, it's always new to somebody. So right. keep pushing it. <laughs> uh, one, I, I love the artwork. Mm -hmm. um, tell, out, uh, Alexander Ralph. Um, it's very themed and cultured, mm -hmm. which I love. Mm -hmm. um, but you've always been that person, though. Right. You know right. what I'm saying? That's not nothing new. Mm -hmm. So people shouldn't be surprised in, like, you know, what you stand for. Right. So, uh, what, what was the first song you actually recorded for the project? The first I feel like song, Birthright was one of the first ones. I say Birthright was definitely one of the first ones, but I think 
the first one was probably let me vent and it wasn't even supposed to be on the project mm. like i wasn't gonna put it on but mm -hmm. i had ended up um list i wanted to list it as a bonus track but i was like no yeah. i'm not even just i'm just gonna throw it on there as the last song but yeah i think that was the first one i did because i think that was one of the first with um beats that whitby played mm -hmm. i'm like hey man what's that let me get it you know what i'm saying because those yeah. get actually introduced me to Whitby mm -hmm. and you know he just started bringing me over the studio with we'll play beats and you know we were just trying to figure each other out yeah since we were planning on doing it together and everything and so let me vent was first and then birthright okay yeah so did that did um after you did let me vent and then you did birthright did that set the tone for everything else yeah so after those songs though we ended up doing like collaboration songs it was like me and wit rapping together so mm -hmm. it's like we did like five six songs in the midst of that mm -hmm. but he's like hey man let's get back focused on what we started on so mm -hmm. <laughs> it was like you know yeah because i was like i'm sitting here looking at the butch guy i don't see him on here yeah he goes by a different name <laughs> yeah he, I mean, but he's on um as far as the vocals right just i think it was just on the hook on don't rush and the hook on okay uh, Oh, so he's calling himself with the Macville. With the Mac Villa. Villa, yeah, yeah. And then he's on Forever. Yeah, so Forever and um, Don't Rush. And what's crazy is he already had both those hooks already yeah. on it. I just had verses already ready for it. So So when you was making this, what was like your mindset and like what was what did you see like for so your vision? I wanted to step outside of my comfort zone but mm -hmm. still be no sound, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it was like Everybody was so used to, you know, me making my own beats and the reap the harvest stuff and, mm -hmm. you know, even just working with Nate. So I was like, okay, mm -hmm. I wanted some Southern grittiness, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like it's, it still got that hip hop feel, but mm -hmm. it's Southern, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So Wit, you know, he, when he started playing beats, man, I was like, yeah, see, this is what I've been looking for, like for years. Yeah. So it kind of just meshed well and I was just like okay let's do it but um I think I broke out of my shell on a lot of songs because like mm -hmm. with In The Wind that's not a typical beat I would ever rap on okay, like well, well, let's get into it then you know what I'm saying so let's get to the people a little bit so they can hear okay so you know oh yeah you didn't think I was gonna play the music huh oh so there you go <laughs> <laughs> yeah definitely In The Wind that was one of those songs that you know it, it was new to me, so I was really out of my comfort zone. But so let's, let's get into this. This is In The Wind, and y'all can uh, get this project, stream it, download it, all that. All stream platforms. Yep. Say I'm as cool as they come. Ever disrespect and I become a nuclear bomb. They spitting flames. I am about to burn the roof of me tongue. Just like the wings they hit the spot. Soon as they hit the tongue. Escaping the slums. They see these words falling from mine. No dead bodies. Smell it the one from falling the lines. I follow the signs. Bitch it to the road up ahead. But they just roll kill. Making sure the vultures get fed. I'm just trying to feed the village with just one loaf of bread. You hatred the humble man. Show love to boasters instead. I'm paying dues. And that's with or without the crib, man, is it all for applause or the cause? Questions in my head and already find the answer to. You can either 
handle with a hand, I let it handle you. Jealousy, I'm natural. Everything I say is new. Dress it up and never it down. That don't make it true. By any means, I'ma get it in. I send a prayer to the sky, then I'm in a win. They barricaded a couple lies, stuck on getting in. I ain't conditioned to the lies that they living in. They living in. By any means, I'ma get it in. I send a prayer to the sky, then I'm in a win. They barricaded a couple lies, stuck on getting in. Check out this project, though. Uh, I like that. I didn't even, I wouldn't, I didn't even get that far mm. on it when I was listening. So okay. I, like, I love the fact that <laughs> one, you jumped on the beat that's outside of what people right. would think right. you rapped on, and I'm like, you still snapping and rapping and everything. So mm -hmm. you know, I, I love the fact that you've been able to stay yourself mm. and push uh, music forward, but then also still keep it in like you know, content and everything, not following trends and all that. Right. So there's a lot of trends <laughs> out there. <laughs> exactly. So let's get into that a little bit. Um, how has uh, the uh, Middle Georgia making music scene changed in your perspective from since when you started? Uh, it's a lot of ways to answer that. I can't speak for everybody else, yeah. but I mean, as far as me, mm -hmm. I kind of built the foundation for myself and yeah. the making area so it's like things have been good for me um my whole thing now is just branching out but as yeah. far as making um the downtown area has definitely been um doing a lot of most stuff for artists mm -hmm. um i'm not really sure by you know other sides of town i haven't really got into those avenues yet mm -hmm. such as like you know the art on making art centers and places like that. I mm -hmm. haven't been to those places. Yeah. But I've been seeing a lot of more open mics. Mm -hmm. Um a lot of artists going to open mics and, you know, coming out of their shells and yeah. stuff like that. Um uh, more contests going on. People can win certain stuff and mm -hmm. things of that nature. So I think it's progressing. Yeah. And you know at the same time it's all good comes with bad. So it's like it's a lot of stuff I just feel like just in the way, <laughs> me personally. But you know, in particular, you know, I'm like, you ain't got to name names or nothing, but like, what's nah. the obstacle, you know what I'm saying, think people got to overcome? So, I think with a lot of this stuff, man, um, artists, you really just need to know your stuff. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of these, you know, events, they really scamming the artists. You yeah. know, not really getting anything out of it. They promising mm -hmm. you this 
oh, we'll do this, we'll do that, and some of it never happens, like ever. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so. Yeah, I be trying to tell folks, you know what I'm saying, everybody ain't me. Um. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, um, it's just one of those things where, now I get it done. you know, you got to know your stuff first. So mm -hmm. I, I can't blame the people who throw in these events. So, you know, it's yeah. really artists have to take accountability and know, like, I, what I you wish bring to artists, the table. yeah, would be more focused on, like, the whole history of the music business. Like mm -hmm. you said, knowing their worth. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, we're here in Macon. Otis Redding is the first African-American solo artist to keep publishing. Mm. And I'm like, come on, that should have set precedence for and everything that's else. That's what I'm saying. He set the standard for making Georgia. Mm -hmm. Not even just that, musicians, you know yeah, what I'm saying? He, Black he, musicians. He yeah, and this was back, what, in the 40s, something like that? So, mm. yeah. Yeah, so it's like, artists should really know, like, mm -hmm. your publishing, you know, mm -hmm. uh, your pro, you know, it's just all this stuff that comes together. How you gonna distribute the music? How you gonna mm -hmm. get paid from it? Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, I prefer to do shows if you say, okay, I can sell tickets, I can sell merch, then cool, I'll go. Mm -hmm. But it's like one of those things, well, if everybody's free this, free that, you know. Yeah. Now, I don't even imagine that you even go to shows anymore. Like, you might go to shows and support somebody <laughs> right. else. You know what I'm saying? So, but I can't imagine where you're at the point of your career now where you'll go to just because someone be like, oh, you can expose your blah, blah, blah. Yeah, because I'm, I'm looking for exposure. Because <laughs> you put in the work. Yeah, and that's so. the thing that like, I like about you. You're always pushing and promoting. Mm -hmm. And I think each time you have elevated more and more and right. pushed more and more and more to see what you can do um, and like know how far you can reach. Right. And then another thing, man, it's like with artists, you have to build those connections. Yes. You never know who's going to open doors for you, you know what I'm saying? And a lot of artists don't work with each other or, mm -hmm. you know, a lot of them think it's just supposed to happen overnight. I heard somebody telling me the other day that some guy was, he just started rapping, talking about charging 1500 I said, well, shit, I know I need 5000 <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. That's here? Shit <laughs> here, you know yeah, what I'm saying? I don't saying? know like, anybody that's who can charge 1500 I'm like, y'all talking about charging, you know what I'm saying? Like, they think it's an overnight thing. Yeah. They don't even have their business side together. And you talking about charging for person. <laughs> I would love to have a conversation with that person just to get their perspective on why they think they're worth 1500 Hey, man, listen. I, because I the know. first thing I'd be like, how many tickets can you sell? None. Exactly. <laughs> like I, I've known artists and I know stories of artists who have been like quote unquote big but can't sell tickets but then I know artists like yourself that sometimes people won't consider as big as other artists mm -hmm. that I've heard about um, but you can sell tickets I've seen it I've seen it you know what I've man? seen it not only here I've seen it in Atlanta too in Atlanta <laughs> that's what I'm saying here Atlanta and it's like I've proved myself too many times and yeah. it's like um that was that go back to the project. A lot of people just have to put respect on that, and mm -hmm. it, it's not a arrogance thing. It's not cocky. It's confidence come from doing. Mm -hmm. I've done it so many times to the point where it's like, okay, now it's like, put some respect on it. Yeah, put some respect. On it. <laughs> that's a new TikTok dance and going around. This stuff's hilarious. Um, so, <clears throat> so like, what do you um, do? You think the social media has helped? Um, as far as like promotion, access, things of that nature, more now, or do you think um, All right, so a combination for, of? I say for me, I think it's a combination of both because mm -hmm. you can do so much on social media, you know, reach certain people, but 
you have to be in the streets as well. Yeah. Like you still have to do the groundwork, you know, do the shows, other places, you know, mm -hmm. get yourself in front of people mm -hmm. enough to the point where they're like, okay, that's who that is. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? And a lot of artists only strictly social media. They won't go to shows. Mm -hmm. Like that's with anything though. It's like I got a partner, man. He sell merchandise, and I'm just like, okay, that's cool. You sell it online, but you can vend too. Like mm -hmm. go to these places so they can put a face to a name. Now they know it's you. Mm -hmm. You know, but. A lot of people stuck behind their screen or on their phone. Yeah, I think being stuck behind the screen makes people lazier than, or their the comfort is behind the screen because they know they can't do it in person. Mm -hmm. You know, because yeah, you know, <laughs> I'll post up anywhere, so probably talk to folks. And do that you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it, it's just about being in people's faces enough yeah. for them to see it. It's like, okay, what is this? How can I buy into this? Mm -hmm. And whether people want to believe it or not, people are followers. Mm -hmm. You know, once they see enough people doing it, they're like, okay, I want to do that too. Yeah, because they don't want to feel like they're missing out on something. Mm -hmm. And that's what it is. It's human nature. Yeah, we do it yeah. with everything that we do. Because you'll feel like you missed out on that moment. And mm -hmm. a lot of times that be the case. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, so um, your, uh, your, let's talk about, uh, what is it, the prior project, the Reap the Harvest, right? Reap the Harvest. And that's been out a good year or so, right? Mm-hmm. How far did that project go? Because that to me would set precedence for what you want this project to do. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying, man. Read the Harvest, far as music, merchandise, and impact, mm -hmm. like all that together was like, I feel like that was my biggest project so far. Mm -hmm. So range-wise, um, I don't, I can't really say how far it went, like to what countries or whatever. Mm -hmm. You know, I I haven't checked the analytics on it lately because I've been so focused on this one. But mm -hmm. far as the impact, mm -hmm. like, I literally would wake up and people be sent blowing my inbox. I'm like, what's going on? Like, hey, some random guy on the news wearing your shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that. I never that seen was guy. dope. I love that. Too. I loved it too. <laughs> I like never seen a guy dead in my life. Yeah. You know, I, I had random people from all across. Everyone sending me pictures. I'm like, how did they get this shirt? Yeah. You know, it, but they probably bought it offline or whatever the case. And I was like, man, that's that's amazing. Mm -hmm. And then like, even in the city, like I just be walking around and I was in the car one day just driving. And I saw a guy with the shirt on. I just started filming. He like, hey, yeah, this you. I was like, yeah, that's me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, but I think with the merchandise and then you know them framing it in the alley and everything, mm -hmm. it was just like it was so much going on. Mm -hmm that everybody just started buying into it, you know? Yeah. So I even posted up downtown randomly one day, mm -hmm. just bored one day. I just yeah. sat downtown, like in front of Ambition Graphics or something. And mm -hmm. uh, I had a bag full of merchandise. Random people just started walking up buying shirts. I wasn't even supposed to be out, yeah. <laughs> of course, but. Yeah, but that's uh, great though, because that, that to me, that tells me you're doing what you're supposed to be doing correctly, mm -hmm. right? People are, gravitated towards the essence of what you are, what you represent. Mm -hmm. And they're buying into it and they want to support. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, that right there can be a catalyst for going wherever right. it goes. Yeah, man. I just wish other people would like, you know, get into that like mindset of doing that and creating art and letting it go to, you know, make an impact. Right. But making sure that everything's set up right and making sure that you're actually pushing. Because mm -hmm. uh, I had a conversation with uh, some folks not too long ago, and I was telling them about business. 
And I was like, man, don't nobody care about your business. Mm-hmm. You have to care about it. Right. And don't want nobody wants to hear excuses. Right. I'm like, we all got limitations and things of that nature, and mm-hmm. we all start from a certain point. Right. But you have to push past whatever obstacles you have. You know what I'm saying? To get to what you want. And that goes back to, you know, people talking about support. When whole people don't support this, this, and that, I'm like, you got to give them something to support. Yes. And that, that'd be the problem in most cases. People like, oh, they support me, they support me. Like, mm-hmm. nobody going to support you just because you posted a picture online and yeah. you expect somebody to buy it. To. No, like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. Not even outside of this, as a human being, what are you doing to make people feel like they should, you know, buy into what you're doing? Mm-hmm. And it's like, in most cases, people don't even support themselves. You'll post that one picture, get out of line, and start complaining about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's that wrong mentality to have. <laughs> you know? And a lot of times, I, I feel like, man, it goes back to your circle, too. It's like the people you surround yourself with. Like, if people are constantly feeding you, you know, hey, you can do this, you know, telling you to get out and push yourself. Like, because honestly, I had gave up on Reap the Harvest. I was mm-hmm. like, no way, all right, we're going to drop something new. Whit became, he's like, no, no, I know we're working on a new project, but no, you need to push this for at least a year mm-hmm. before you even move on to the next thing. Yeah. He came up with the ideas for the t-shirts and everything, and I was like, cool, we'll push that. Mm-hmm. When I start doing that, that's when everything escalated. So yeah. I was like, okay, cool. And then that just made me minimize my circle more. Who is celebrating me, who's tolerating me. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people don't, they feel bad when, you know, I don't go around people who only tolerate me. Mm-hmm. I don't care who it is, family, friends, yeah. spouse, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, I only go in places where I'm celebrated. Yeah. And now that has changed everything in my life. Yeah, but you know, I, I've been saying this to, <laughs> like, I have, uh, as, you, as you know, like you've seen a lot more people Mm-hmm. Be around me, right? That you didn't know, right? So I've expanded my circle. Yeah, too. But I bet you've noticed the quality of people too, mm-hmm. right? Yep. And I tell people all the time: change your circle, you change your life. Mm-hmm. And I'm at the point to where I'm like, you know what? I'm going to do what I need to do to continue. One, I'm going to always continue to do stuff with. So people are always going to get surprised mm-hmm. at what I do, but. I said I want to build generational wealth. I want other people to like be able to like wake up and not have to worry about stuff. Mm-hmm. Wake up and worry about anything. At all. <laughs> At all. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. And see, but even speaking that, that's what uh-huh. Read the Harvest was about. It's like, man, the more you speak this stuff into your life, rather it's people you want to attract, mm-hmm. opportunities you want to attract, you know, mm-hmm. whatever the case may be, the more you speak that into your life, the more it's going to come to you. Yeah, and you put the work behind it and exactly. it just it manifests. That's the law of attraction. Exactly. And I want, I want other people, I want people like yourself to get even more success. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You told me that a long time ago. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, man, here we are, years later. Exactly. You know, so it's just like, you got to align your words with your actions, man. And mm-hmm. ever since you said it, you told me, I think it was, I don't know what year it was, but you said, hey, I just want to see you flourish. Mm-hmm. And that was part of Reap the Harvest, too. Like, it was all about flourishing. Mm-hmm. So when you surround yourself with those type of people who's planting those seeds in your mind instead of negative thoughts all day and people say they can't do this, can't do that, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? You're going to be on the losing team every time. Yeah, if people change your mindset, change mentality, I'm like, you, you change your, and it's so easy to do that. 
But you know, let's uh, let's get into what's another song you want to get into? Oh, um, blackmail, not blackmail. Let's then we'll talk about into, the uh, troll in the moment. <laughs> <laughs> let's get into forever. Forever, where we at? Uh, oh, there we go. All right, so y'all make sure y'all streaming this, playing it, downloading it, buying merch. Cause you got merch. merch. For, uh, blackmail, not blackmail, right? Yes, sir. Now you gotta expand your merch with it. Exactly. <laughs> Keychains, everything, panties, all that stuff. Black <laughs> <laughs> man, not black man, panties. Hey, you today like this your ass, nigga. So we gotta get this cash, nigga. Better get up off your ass, nigga. Did it without advance. 